So should we just start, or do I we think need? We should, a, I think we should just start. Do we need an agenda? Well, we haven't had an agenda before. Yeah, I guess it's been you know so successful so far. <laughs> no <laughs> reason to change horses mid-inning. No, we shouldn't. That's what? A, that's a metaphor of a different color. That's entirely. That's also from Guys and Dolls. That's not from Guys and Dolls. What? I've never heard that line before. What about? No, wait. That's a ball game of a different color is a line from City of Angels. Yes, City of Angels. Not at all like Guys and Dolls, except that it's a musical. There's gangsters in it. There's gangsters. There's no gangsters in Guys and Dolls. They're gangsters. No, no, no. They're part of a gang. The only one who might be a gangster is Big Julie. So you're saying that I'm right? I'm saying that you're completely wrong and that it's possible that Big Julie, primarily a gambler, has dabbled in gangstery. But that's, that goes hand-in-hand hand at that time. No, not really. What about the guy who wrote it? Uh, Maul Flanders, what was his name? <laughs> oh, Maul Flanders did not write Guys and Dolls. <laughs> what the hell was his name? Damon Runyon. Damon Runyon, that's yes, right. Damon Runyon. He was a gangster. No, he was a novelist. Are you sure? <laughs> well, he wrote stories. Right, about, but this was, it was like gonzo journalism. It was, he was actually in it. Oh, so you, you don't know. So I you're don't telling know. me I'm wrong, but you don't really know. I guess when it comes to Damon Runyon's hobbies, I, I don't know whether it's not a hobby; it's a lifestyle, man. The, oh, well, dude. <laughs> so, episode five. It feels like only three or four weeks ago we started this. It feels like it's been years. It really if does. you ask me, it does. But you didn't ask me. So. I did. But the big news, I guess, for us is we got fan mail. We got. Can you do? We need like a theme song for like a mailbag theme song. Go, go for it. Do I look like Paul Schaefer? <laughs> no. Okay then. But, no theme song, but we did get fan mail. Yes. We got fan mail from three different people. You know, what? we're gonna start with. Uh, we're gonna start with. We got two messages from one of our favorite fans, a fellow by the name of. The Dentist TM. TM. The Dentist TM, first of all, has written us once to tell... Now, we know The Dentist, and, and he's he's the one who texts us throughout, the you know, when, yeah, when, when he's he, listening when he on the subway or something. So, The Dentist has emailed us first to say, uh, thank you for making me laugh out loud on wait, the subway. Wait, what did he call us, though? Uh, he's called us Gentlemen. Gentlemen. You, <laughs> you want to start with that? Wow. Gentlemen. Gentlemen. Thank you for making me laugh out loud on the subway. I snorted so loud the other day that a woman actually started laughing on the subway car. Chomp. <laughs> he signs his email, Chomp. Chomp, with an exclamation point. Yeah, I'm guessing that that's like his new sign-off as the dentist. Ben Chomp. So I love it that you're making other people laugh. Yes. Did you, uh, what I want to know, dentist, is did you then tell this lady what you were laughing at right. and give her the information so that she can find our podcast? Crosswords.ryanfaceoftheworld.com That's where you can find our blog. And on that, you can find a link to our podcast. Yes. Absolutely. I, I don't know. I don't know if you did that. If you did, you should write us uh, at our email address, which is rbxblog at gmail.com. You know, give what? us another... You know what? It would be fun if you became like our email friend for every episode. <laughs> don't you think? Wouldn't that yeah. be great? And if you don't, we'll just keep reading this one every week. <laughs> we will. We'll read this one. We'll be like years into this. <laughs> so I got an email from the dentist. Chomp. <laughs> That's your old man voice? No, that's just a couple of years from now. How old do you think I am? Uh, so our second email yes. was also from the dentist TM. TM. And this one starts uh, starts off with the title. I have come to the conclusion that I suck out loud at cross puzzles. <laughs> cross puzzles. He calls them cross puzzles. 
Uh, and uh, unfortunately, he says that uh, he's not very good at cross puzzles. Now, I, I think that I'm sure that you are good at them, yes, now, or you could become good at. Them. You're obviously very smart. He's you're a professional smart. poker player. Uh -huh. Well, how is that my fault? It's all your fault. <laughs> you're wearing the old sweatshirt. I am wearing the old oh sweatshirt. Oh my no, god! Don't say that. My wife might be listening. Pickles, he's wearing the old oh, sweatshirt. No. Uh, speaking of your wife, your wife is one of our bigger fans, and she was over here tonight uh, for dinner. My wife invited her over. We had tacos. It was really really yeah, it was a good time. I went to Taco Bell. Well, what we had was better for you and probably tasted better too. I, I assume it probably would. Yeah. So, but she she said to me she thinks our podcast is hysterical, which is a, a I think a, a big leap from the claim she and my wife were making maybe just a week ago, uh -huh. which was that we are ridiculous and dorks and. They have no interest in listening to anything we said. Did they say that? That was sort of their sentiment. <laughs> Maybe I read into it a little bit. I'm not sure. But uh, we've digressed from our second email, which is also from the dentist, TM. What he says, uh, he says, I even resorted to the easiest of crossword puzzles, but the silence in my head after such clues as bundle up four letters, 100 dinars, four letters, and in single file, ten letters. Bundle up four letters. Rack. Rack. Uh, that's what there I would you think go. is rap. We both came up with it. Exactly. And a hundred dinars? Peso. Uh, that's what I would think. Peso. I don't know how to say D-I-N-A-R, but it sure seems it's like it's like... And then in single file. I one mean, after the other. That's more than ten letters. One after the other. One after the other. What do you, well, what do you think would, would be Einstein? Uh, in, I don't know. I'd have to see some crossings. I mean, a ten-letter answer. I need a little bit of help on that. Yeah, that's one after the other. Yes, I'm sure it could be one after the other. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, he's having trouble. I just don't get the clues to figure out the clues. At this rate, I have a better chance of impregnating myself than completing a New York Times crossword puzzle. One after the other. Th I'm done with that. That's oh. not the answer. It's 16 letters. It doesn't fit. Listen, the dentist TM, if you want to get over this crossword puzzle thing, if, if you want to get over this, then what you have to do is uh, drink a lot of water. Hot tea. Hot tea is honey. good. Any sort of a hot, clear broth type of thing is right. probably good. Chicken soup is Chicken always... Soup. Matzo ball soup is good. Split pea. Uh, no, split pea is not clear broth. Where have you had it? Split pea is like milky and pea-like. Milky and pea-like. Remind me never to have your soup. <laughs> I've never made that kind of soup before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, doctor, it's milky and pea like. <laughs> oh my god. Seriously, what you want to do is buy Amy Ronaldo's book, go see the movie Wordplay, and just pick up a, a, a collection of like Monday level New York Times puzzles. And just start doing them. And then you move on to Tuesday. Start with a book of Monday puzzles, and then gradually move on to Tuesday puzzles, and eventually Wednesday, and probably stop at Wednesday. Right. Because really, anything after Wednesday is just way too difficult. Yes. At least for us. Yeah, I mean, we do this for a living now, and, <laughs> <laughs> and I can't do it at all. No. And now I am sad to say he did not end this email with chomp. Really? Disappointed. He did not. He just put his name, the dentist. But and, no TM. Uh, but no TM and no chomp. So your first email was better, dentist. Yeah, and plus you called us gentlemen in the first one. You did. In this one, your first sentence includes the word suck and the made-up word cross puzzles. <laughs> so this second email is a far cry from the first. Let's see what Speaking you Speaking of that, have we, 
come up with a name for our pod? Are we going with what pod the, word crosscast? Because the, we haven't mentioned that. Uh, no, well, nobody has submitted any suggestions. Let's ask the viewing audience one more time. If you have one and we decide that will be the title for our podcast, you will get a personalized crossword puzzle constructed by Brian. And I'll include like things you already know as well as things you don't know. To make it a learning experience. Exactly. Uh, we got a third email. This one from... Our very good Well, friend. actually, it is a friend of ours, but you know what? He has signed the message, not the dentist. So <laughs> we're going to call him not the dentist. And he insists that... Just because the dentist sends text messages doesn't mean he's the only person listening. Which is, you know, that's a good point. But what I will say is that not the dentist emailed us to tell us so. And none of the rest of you have done this. No. So get on your computer, not literally, but get in front of it, begin typing, and send us rpxblog at gmail.com. And uh, we'll read your letter next week. <laughs> and if this is any indication of what it will be like, perhaps that thrills you and perhaps that terrifies you. I don't know. Now, Not the Dentist has also gone on to say that uh, he's not going to uh, do crossword puzzles. He subscribes to the New York Times Friday through Sunday. I didn't right. know you could get a partial you can. week. I know you can get just Sundays. My parents get just Sundays. You get the weekend. You, so Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But not the dentist says that that's not enough. He's not going to do those puzzles because starting on a Friday, like, that would be ridiculous. It would be. And, and he's, uh, he's quite fond of our theme song. Anyhow, our, our, our final email of the week uh, came from something of a crossword celebrity. Yes. And, and I, I do want to preface this with, I guess not really an apology, but a plea for approval. Uh-huh. This is uh, from Mr. Howard Barkin. Howard Barkin. How... Say that again. What did I say? You said a horror bug. <laughs> well, I have a little, a little thing in my throat. Now, Howard Barkin uh, was in the A finals at the tournament this year. He finished third in the A finals. Finished behind uh, uh, Tyler Hinman and, and Trip Payne, Payne. But there's no shame in finishing behind those two. I, well, you know what? I finished behind those two <laughs> That's also. That's why I say that. <laughs> I no finished shame. 562 <laughs> places behind Trip Payne. But uh, Howard Barkin, I believe, and I don't really know how the scoring all works, but he entered the tournament as a B-level contestant uh-huh. and then stu- and did so well throughout the weekend that he was elevated to A-level right. status. Is that, I don't really know how that works, and I don't really need to since I will never come close. <laughs> I think I'm hoping to um, challenge in the, in the Q-level category at next year's tournament. You don't, I mean, you don't know. Now, I, Howard, I am sorry if you're listening to this and, and you're mortified that we're including you. You did say in your email that you're a little audio shy, but we're warming you up to the right. point at which you feel comfortable enough joining us to yes. be part of the podcast. This is essentially an open invitation <laughs> to you, Howard Barkin, to be part of our podcast at, at any time you want. Anytime. You are a crossword celebrity. We would be honored. Now, Howard did say a couple of things here which I, I liked. The first thing he said that I kind of enjoyed was... He claims he doesn't know everything. Which we disagree with. We do disagree. I certainly disagree with that. I've claimed on a podcast and on the blog that Howard Barkin does know everything. Yes, And does. every time I look at the New York Times scores, and I see lots of people there, because I also see Amy Ronaldo's right. name listed, and I see uh, somebody by the name of Dan Jam, who I've seen yes. on there, and, uh-huh. and who also posts on uh, Amy's blog. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and there are some of these people that are there all the time. Every day. I'll tell you, when I go and I, I look at the times before I start to uh, 
try to solve the puzzle, and they are though though that list of times is something of a warning to me as yeah, to what the puzzle might right. be. Like if I see Amy Ronaldo took nine minutes to do something, you're I for know, a long night. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to be sitting here for hours. <laughs> and Dan Fair, for that matter, our yeah. friend Dan Fair, winner of the C division. <laughs> Uh, Dan, if Dan Fair will be on there in like, you know, eight minutes, I think, I think well, this is going to be a disaster. There's yeah. no way I can possibly Definitely. solve this puzzle. So, Howard Barkin, why don't you come on this podcast and show us the things you don't know? <laughs> yeah. Because I'm sure that you actually... Bring do. some things you don't know <laughs> to the podcast. Exactly. Uh, I'm going to just finish wrapping up Howard's email here. He also uh, says this, and I like this. If you're screaming, oh, shorts, and throwing pencils because your time was 45 seconds longer than your expectations, that's a bad sign. I like that for a couple of reasons. One, it's very encouraging to know mm-hmm. that timing yourself is not the goal of the game. Right. The goal of the game is to solve the puzzle. Right. And uh, I also like that he used the phrase, oh, shorts. Yeah. And I feel like, is that like a crossword insider exclamation of anxiety? Oh, shorts! Like... Is, because it's Will Shorts, right. of course. I assume that's what he means, and he's not, he's not just talking about, you know, some cut-off jeans. Although if you are, I don't know, yeah, yeah, go figure. Uh, and then the last thing he says is, next year's tournament, I'll bring the Oreos. And I promise you, Howard Barkin, I'm going to find you at next year's tournament and request a cookie. Because I do like Oreos. Yeah, Oreos are great. Oreos are delicious. Not the flavored ones, though. Like the ones where the cream is like chocolate-flavored or mint-flavored. Or... I like those, too. That's the end of this week's email. <laughs> I had something in my throat. It's very, very late. I'll tell you this. It's very late at night. I get, should we start on the crossword <clears throat> puzzles now that we're 30 minutes into the podcast? So this show, we are doing Sunday through Tuesday. We do it to Saturday. Oh. What? Are you skipping the best Re- day of the week? Rewind. Wow. So Saturday, <laughs> April 12th. 2008! So we're, we are doing the years. No. This was very difficult. This I probably was, didn't solve it. This was by Byron Walden. And I actually did solve a great majority of this, surprisingly to myself. This is one of those puzzles where, after I looked at what I had actually solved, I can't believe I came up with some of these things. Like, uh, one down, like the grunge rock movement. I actually got post-punk. Oh, really? See, I got the punk part. I didn't know. Did you get post? Did you get one across strip authority? Late in the game, I got it. Pit boss. Yeah. That's a great clue. uh, Yeah. And uh, 33 across, player coached by Hank Stram. That, that, I struggled with that because I didn't see it. I kept thinking, wow, I'm a sports fan. Uh, I don't know Hank Stram, but I figured the bunch of letters are going to fill in here and I'm going to guess whose name it is. That's what I... I figured it was going to be somebody well-known enough that no matter what the sport was... I'd oh, so you thought it would it. actually be a guy's name. Yes. And then all these letters kept coming in, and I couldn't figure out anybody's name that fit. Because it wasn't actually the name of a person. It wasn't actually the name of a person. It was the name of a team. Kansas City Chief. Any Chief player. The first one I got was a Dodgers clue, which uh, was 1950s Dodgers pitcher Blank Labine. Which I knew oh, immediately. Of course you did. Uh, Clem. Yep. Clem Labine. Yep. 29 across, Pulitzer Prize historian Doris Blaine Goodwin, Kearns. You she that? wrote a book about the Dodgers, which I can't remember the name of. Huh. But uh, she's a great historian. She wrote a great book about Lincoln. Lincoln was a Dodger? Uh, he would have been a Dodger fan. He would have been. Because he was tall. So the place that I had the most trouble was the bottom right. It Is that was, because you don't know any of those words? There was a great clue 
Tub handle. Tub handle. This killed me, tub handle. I was trying to think of, of makers of tubs. The first thing I put in was faucet. And I faucet worked for me partly because I had the A from Alto going down, and partly because I had the wrong answer for 45 down, <laughs> I put for ventriloquist. Did you put dummy? I put dummy, right, which I... gave me a U. Uh -huh. So then I had the A and the U in those two and three spots, and uh -huh. I thought, well, faucet makes perfect sense. Yeah. It's a handle, it's in a tub, it's six letters, it fits, uh -huh. it's completely wrong. I, I thought of dummy, but I figured it was too easy for a Saturday, so I didn't put it in. Actually, I think I said something to this regard on the blog. This, this is part of my issue with the Fridays and Saturdays. It, it's not always the most convoluted thing. Uh -huh. Some of the answers and clues are actually quite simple. Yes. And I think that's part of what makes these puzzles more challenging than maybe they would be. I think if they were all arcane things, it would be harder to know this stuff. But, uh, but since some of them are, are simpler things, my mind is in the, think of something arcane, think of something obscure, and then I don't come up with the easy stuff. Well, we should say that the answer for 49 across is parquet. Tub handle. Yeah, parquet for a tub handle. It's great. That's a very great, clever and very, much very more clever. deserving of a question mark than faucet. Our viewers know that. <laughs> and anybody who's not viewing really should be. Yeah, and if you are viewing, we'd love for you to come on the podcast and tell us how. <laughs> uh, 53 across, TNT ingredient. I didn't know this at all. I still don't. I, I have the answer in front of me. I don't even know what it is. What is it? Halloween. Halloween? 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 It's Happy the holiday <laughs> at the end of October. It's Halloween. <laughs> What is that? What is that accent I just did? Whatever country I thought it was is insulting. So I'm going to say it's no country. It was another planet. Right. That's what people on Neptune sound like. Really? Neptune in the sea. Oh, that, see, that's an example of a very simplistic answer, answer. Yes. for a Saturday puzzle. Yes. In but the it sea. is it is Because that was the first thing I thought of was in the sea. And I thought, well, it's not going to be in the sea. That's ridiculous. So you didn't put it down. No. Interesting. Only much later, when I had no other ideas, did I try in the sea. Uh -huh. And then I was like, oh, oh, now I can do Pit Boss. Oh, well, now I can do One Away. Oh. One Away I like. Uh, I was, I, first, my first thing on that, I thought it was going to be two outs. But then I thought, it's, the, the clue is situation early in an inning, and I guess that wouldn't be early in an inning. What and, constitutes sort of the time of an inning? Isn't it the outs? Well, yeah, but if an inning goes really quickly... You Early could, and late, though, is relative to the inning. I realize that. I realize that's why I didn't So as put soon it as in. there's two outs, that's you're, you're two-thirds of the way through the inning. Well, I think when people say inning in that context, they're, they're just meaning... In that context? <laughs> context. Here's just a note of advice to any potential podcasters listening at Learn home. how to pronounce words? Well, learn how to pronounce words, but also don't podcast after one in the morning, <laughs> because all sense of whatever... It was a fiesta platter. I like oh, them. It's delicious. Horrible. I could have made you a real taco here. What do you have to do tomorrow? Nothing. I have a lunch meeting tomorrow. Lunch meeting? Well, it's at 4 o'clock, so <laughs> I don't know what meal it's going to be. Here's one I didn't really get. Oh, are we still talking about the clues and well, things? Just one, just one. Now, did you highlight the clues that interested you? you no, said I keep, last week I keep you meaning do to do that, but I haven't been able Your tie lighter was broken. My tie lighter? <laughs> I'm having a lot of trouble wow. with my articulators today. At the end of this episode, we're going to challenge all of our viewers to come up with a list of every word Ryan has mispronounced. All right, so I, this, I thought this was a great puzzle. I mean, it's Saturday. It took me a really, really long time to finish part of it. 
and I finally had to go to Google to finish the rest of it. It was interesting. I'm now thinking about the art of Googling for a crossword puzzle yeah. solution. And is there shame in it? I don't think so. There's no shame in looking up answers? And... I wait until I am completely at my wit's end. What's it like at your wit's end? <laughs> it's not pretty. No? It's not pretty, but luckily there's Google to get me back me up off the ledge. Oh, is that what Google does for yes. you? It backs you up off the ledge? <laughs> says... your, your wit's end is a ledge? Yeah. My goodness, my wit's end is like a beach. It's <laughs> it's serene and... <laughs> nothing, nothing about your brain is like a beach or serene. <laughs> oh, that's true, actually. Yeah. I'm holding my head up to the mic now. Can you see that? I like that you're actually doing it. Also. Yeah. For those people who are at home thinking, there's no video here. <laughs> Although maybe we have some viewers who are trying to figure out how to do the video. Yes. They're thinking, oh, I still have a Generation 2 iPod. I can't see the picture. <laughs> what do you think the odds are that Will Shorts has listened to any of our podcasts? I think the odds are, are very, very small. Will Shorts, if you're listening yes. to this, we'd love for you to write to us. In fact, we'd love for you to be a guest on our oh, definitely on our podcast. Will Shorts, if you want to be a guest, please be a guest. Yes. Wow, you put that forth in the classiest way possible. Oh. Uh, so are we done with Saturday? You I hope on? so. My God. Sunday, April thirteenth. How insulting! How insulting! That's indeed. the title by Kathy Milhauser. The theme for this was. You add the letters D-I-S to normal phrases, and dis being an insult in, yes. in the way the kids talk yes. these days. Now, I'll tell you this. I Wait, you'll tell me dis? I'll tell you dis. <laughs> I outthought myself on this, and I went off on the wrong track. Because what did you the, do? The first one, the first theme clue I was getting was sophistication of clubs like Sam's and BJ's. The answer turned out to be discounter culture instead of counterculture. I figured out T-E-R culture. So I had that much of it, and then I saw how insulting, and I thought that the theme would be adding the word the letters U-L-T to all the theme answers. Insulting. In now it doesn't make sense as I'm trying Not to really. explain. But no. in my brain, because culture has a U-L-T. And if you take out the U-L-T, you get cure. So I thought it was going to be a, a, a phrase that was something cure, uh -huh. and you add ULT. Can you think of one other word? <laughs> I knew you were patronizing me. <laughs> Can you think of one other word? <laughs> I could see it in your face. Let him just finish the sentence. <laughs> <laughs> and then... <laughs> I'm not patronizing you. And then I'll show him how stupid he is. Can you think of one other word? that does what culture does, that you can stick a U-L-T into the middle of and make a different word. No, and that's why I had so much trouble with the puzzle. Here's something that I liked about this puzzle. Seven Down, 1979 film parodied in Spaceballs. As soon as I read that clue, I immediately sharpened up my pencil to write in Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars doesn't fit in a five-square blank. It does not. No. And nor, nor did Star Wars come out in 1979. No. And it turned out to be Alien. You remember that scene from Spaceballs? When it, Alien? Yeah. Absolutely. When he, hello, that, my baby, hello. That's good. Keep going. Is hello, my baby, hello, my say. darling, hello, my ragtime gal. Send me a kiss by wire. You put my heart on fire. If you should lose me, baby, you lose me, baby, you lose me, yo. I lost it. I don't know the rest of it. I think it's important to share with our viewers that Ryan was dancing the entire time that he did that. You have to, you have to he dance. Was, and, and furthermore, he was not doing the choreography from the movie Spaceballs. I defy you to sing that song without doing this. Are we still talking about <laughs> Sunday's puzzle? 
You know what I didn't understand at all? What? 96 across. Yes. Coleslaw loving children. Yes. Cabbage dispatch kids. Absolutely. Cabbage patch kids. How is coleslaw cabbage dispatch? You know, I wondered about this myself, and I believe I blogged about this uh -huh. and went on at some length. I thought, well, dispatch, I can think of two general meanings for dispatch. One is to kill, uh -huh. one is to send. Uh -huh. Coleslaw is, of course, made of cabbage, right? So what was the clue again? A coleslaw, coleslaw loving... loving children. Right, so there's where the kids come from, and the cabbage that I got. the coleslaw. It seems to me that these children are either killing the cabbage by chopping it up into little pieces to make coleslaw out of it, uh -huh. or they are killing... The cabbage by eating it, sending it off to its uh, interior regions. <laughs> their interior. Their interior regions, sending the cabbage off to uh -huh. uh, their, its demise, so to speak. I don't like it. You don't think so? I don't like it. Now it is. This is now my third favorite play on the Cabbage Patch Kids. Where were the other ones? Uh, my second favorite play on Cabbage Patch Kids is Garbage Pail Kids. Love Garbage Pail. Remember the Garbage Pail yes. Kids from? I bet I know what your first one is. Sour Patch Kids. Exactly, the Sour Patch Kids candy. Yes. Delicious. Uh, so I like, this was a good puzzle. I, I had a lot of trouble with it. I, I had to go to Google to finish it. I can get most of the Sundays on my own. I, I may have gotten this one. Oh, you know where I had some trouble? I, I had trouble with one across, and I always hate it when I have trouble with one across. Polish Peace Noblist. This one I got. Now, I'm familiar with Lech Walesa. For some reason, I wanted it to be uh, the author of Night, Elie Wiesel. That's how you pronounce his name? Eli Wiesel? Maybe it's Eli Wiesel? Yeah, but whatever it was, I had the W because I knew that one down was Wads, which confirmed my theory that it was going to be Wiesel. Do novelists win the, the Nobel Peace Prize? Well, I don't know, but I thought maybe he had some other business in his life, and this was like something he was secondarily known for. What business <laughs> would get you the Nobel Peace Prize? Pacifism. <laughs> You open up a pacifism store on Fifth Avenue? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Haven't you been there? It's at 5th and 31st. <laughs> Ellie Wiesel's Pacifism <laughs> Emporium. I haven't passed it. No? You haven't no. pacifist it? Pacifist. <laughs> that sounds dirty. It does. Pacifist it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see how pacifist has a horrible connotation to it. Great. Oh, oh man. man. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? Don't do that. <laughs> so yeah, this was good. I liked it. Monday, April 14th. This was uh, Monday, so I was timing myself. I did it in under six minutes. Wow. That was the first time I've ever done that. Let's talk about September 9th, 2023. <laughs> and the Manny Mazowski puzzle that will confound us all. One black square. <laughs> Yes. Uh, Monday, so Monday 14th by Christina Houlihan Kelly. Uh, so this had uh, bidding impediment, auction block, outdoor meal deterrent, picnic hamper, even though we, I thought it was picnic champer. 44 across, truth obstruction, reality check. 58 across, metallic elements, obstacle, aluminum foil. So all of these had obstacle, deterrent. Do you know our very first podcast? <laughs> You're not even listening to me. No, not really. Our first <laughs> podcast, we recorded for an hour and then released 30 minutes. Right. This one, so far, is an hour and 20 minutes. Right. And we're going to cut it down to 20 minutes. 20, how how 20, are we going to we'll do cut that? Cut it down to half an hour. I'm sorry, Christina Houlihan Kelly. We haven't really given this um, much attention. But it was a good puzzle. Sure. Tuesday. Dan Fayer, winner of the C Division, did two it minute, in 2 minutes and 32 seconds. seconds. It took me... Seven minutes and 54 seconds, and I had three things wrong. It took me nine minutes and two seconds, but that was mostly because of your pencil. 
I did not know it was a side clicker. I thought it was a top clicker. I don't use it. That's why I gave it to you. <laughs> who who likes the side clicker? I bought the side clickers because they didn't have any of the kind that I like. The kind that I like, by the way, is the Pentel Twister Race 0.7. It comes in black and maroon, but it costs like three fifty a piece. But that's why good. I didn't want you to touch them. If they can become the official pencil, yes, then that's sponsorship. That is. That's pretty. That'd be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. We need to get sponsors because we. I. I definitely want to quit my job. I would like a sponsor just for myself, not for this podcast. I would like my own personal sponsor. Really? Yes. I'd be happy to use anybody's products all day long. Tuesday, April fifteenth. Tax day. <laughs> the theme. Sixteen fifty one. The theme on this one by Ken Bissett was 40 across kind of exam with a hint to the answers to the four-star clues. Midterm. Term now appears within each of the four-star clues. The term, clues. term. So we have 17 across, uh, myopic cartoon I fellow. Think it's myopic. So Mr. Magoo has the term, term in the middle, M-I-S-T-E-R-M. So if I take out the word term, I end up with Mizagoo. And 11 down was a plan hatcher. Mastermind. And if I take term out of that, I get Mazind. I think you missed the point of this crossword. <laughs> then there was Meter Maid and Monster Mash. And also what's interesting about these is all four of these clues are MM alliterative word terms. Mr. Magoo, Mastermind, Monster Mash, and Meter Maids. Uh, so we did this puzzle together. Not together, but we did it in the same room. We did it simultaneously is what you mean. Yes. <laughs> wow. That last pause was full of Ryan pointing at me, looking for I don't know what. But yeah, we did it simultaneously. We did. So have we talked enough about uh, Tuesday's puzzle? We didn't really mention it at all. We I like think we've it? talked enough about everything. We probably have. You realize we've talked for almost two hours here. All right, I think we should probably wrap this up. Sure. At this point. Um, so Zambezi and Oak. And that was Tuesday's puzzle. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> I think that should be our sign off. <laughs> so, Zambezi and Oat. So, we'll be back on Sunday. And all the puzzles between now and then, which now, are four Wednesday, five Thursday, puzzles. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So, one that I will be able to do Wednesday. <laughs> One that I will be able to do half of, Thursday. Right. Another one I'll be able to do half of, Sunday. Uh-huh. And two that I won't be able to do at all. Well, if we do it Sunday night, we'll be able to do Mondays. Because Mondays will come out at 6 p.m. You're really starting to make my head spin. So that's really, we have Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. That's, that's a week's worth of puzzles. I'd just like to point out that for all our viewers at home, right now, this part of the podcast is being recorded at 2.15 in the morning. Well, now, this is, this is not my and my Fiesta Platter's fault. It is entirely your Fiesta Platter's fault. I really don't think it is. All right, it's partially your Fiesta Platter's fault. All right, maybe. I'll let it take part of the blame. All right, But fine. you can't blame all of it. I can't blame your entire Fiesta Platter? No, you cannot. No? Which part of it can I blame? The beans? Uh, you the can rice? The salsa. The poor salsa? Well, it, the salsa didn't do anything. That's what took me the longest to eat. The salsa. Because I had to parse it out with the chips. You don't parse salsa. Sir, I do. Sir, you do? <laughs> sir, I do. That's right, you call me sir. <laughs> so now here comes the challenge. How many words did Ryan mispronounce <laughs> during this podcast? Well, at least eight. I. Because I meant to say promontory. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, my God. Are we done yet? I think Can we're I go done. To sleep now? Uh, that was episode five. That, thank you very I'm much. I'm Ryan. For, I'm Brian. And we'll see you next week. Zambezi and Oat.